choosing your GCSE options in the middle of year nine is really one of the first moments in a young person's life where they're grabbing life by the horns and saying, this is who I want to be. These are the sorts of things that I'm interested in. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Anthony Sebastian, and in today's show, we will be talking to Ms. Higgins, the head of year nine, about GCSE options. In this show, you'll hear from Ms. Higgins about everything there is to know about how young people at our school choose their GCSE options and everything we do to guide them through the process. In the second half of the show, there'll be a rerun of last year's show, which will start off with last year's head of year nine, Ms. Christopher's, and will then give you an insight into the GCSE options marketplace, where you'll hear year 10 students talk about their favorite subjects as they try and encourage year nines to pick them up as a GCSE option. Stay with us. I'm here with Ms. Higgins, the head of Year 9. Hello. Hello, Mr. Sebastian. How are you? I'm great. Thank you very much. And we are talking today about picking GCSE options, aren't we? We are indeed. An exciting time. (laughs) So to kick things off, um, what's the most important thing students should consider when choosing their GCSE options? I think the most important thing, which is something I said at the options evening on Tuesday, is it's about picking the right subjects for you. It's about putting yourself first. It's about the individual. It's not being swayed by your friends or by, you know, thinking about what your parents may have done or what your aunt and uncle did. And if they enjoyed that subject, you probably will. It's about you. Um, So putting yourself first in this instance, listening to the feedback that you receive from your teachers. It's very much about quality, not quantity. So it doesn't matter if you're doing different GCSEs to your friends. It doesn't matter if you're doing something different to what your older siblings may have done, as long as it's the right choice for you. And in terms of quantity... How do students find the right balance, the right number of GCSEs that they should be taking? So I think definitely the most important thing is to listen to your teacher's feedback to see if if you're thinking of doing, typically here at Surbiton we do 8 to 10 GCSEs. And again, it does depend on the individual because we appreciate students have different co-curricular uh, commitments. Um, they might have other things that they're interested in. They might be interested in doing a, a GCSE outside of school that isn't in school, you know. So it's about considering all of the factors, looking at the whole holistic picture and then looking at okay what is the right choice for me moving forward because it might be that actually you do eight GCSEs but you do those eight really really well um, and that works better for you because of the balance that you need to strike and that's okay if somebody else might do 10 GCSEs because it works for them as an individual and that you know they can cope with their timetable and all of their curriculums so it very much is a case-by-case basis Um, but I'd say start by listening to your teachers looking at your whole schedule as a student what are you doing outside of school what are you doing inside of school Um, and then if you've got any questions you can ask your teachers and your tutors and then myself and the head of your team. So looking at what we do here at Serban High School, how do we help students on their journey to picking the right GCSE options for them? So firstly, there's obviously we do a lot of tutor activities and we have the GCSE options evening. We have the GCSE options fair where the year nines have an opportunity to speak to year 10 students who are currently they've just started their GCSE journey. Um, So they're going to be best placed to see how different subject combinations work, perhaps how what the subjects are like and give a very honest opinion on those, I think. 
Um, we then go through the parents' evening and they'll get feedback from their teachers. Um, and then we have conversations, the one-to-one conversations with tutors as well over the next few weeks until the submission date of the 4th of February. And then following that, we'll look at everybody's choices um, and we go through it, like I said, a case-by-case basis. Um, and then we have any conversations we need to about whether certain combinations might not work for that student or what the possibilities might be. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the next steps, as it were, and how we help support them, make sure they're picking the right subjects for them. And the uh, the marketplace you talked about, that's something that's going to be coming up later on in this episode where we'll have a recording from last year's marketplace so you get an idea of what we offer our students. So um, this journey isn't easy and it's going to be different for everyone. So what sorts of, what are the, what are the common uh, issues, snagging points that uh, previous students have had on their journey? I think one of the main ones that always comes up is should I do combined science or separate sciences because that's a that's a tricky question and I'd say definitely start with asking your science teachers they will have a discussion at parents evening about what the right option for you is as I said you'll have I said to parents on Tuesday and the students they have the same number of lessons and it's just about the consolidation time so if they know that science isn't necessarily their strong point or what they want to pursue moving forward then perhaps it's better to do combined science because then you have greater time to consolidate your understanding and feel more confident in that subject so that's always a common question that comes up Um, another question that comes up is what happens if I change my mind after the submission date Um, and that is part of the review process so don't panic about that Um, the other questions we have is well I'm not sure if I should do GCSE dance because I don't know if I can do it go to the audition and try, see if this is something you're interested in, speak to the dance and drama department because they'll be able to help you. If you're worried about doing a portfolio subject, speak to the heads of department there and have those conversations. They can give you a really detailed overview of what those courses look like if you're worried about time and how you'll balance it because we have ways to support students with that. So I'd say just ask the questions. Don't be afraid to ask those questions. Um, Thinking about what happens, one of the other questions I've had is what happens if I get to year 10 and I made the wrong choice? Then there is support in place for that. Obviously, we encourage students to, to make these decisions early on so we can set this up and, um, and sort of set their options up moving forward. But there is always somebody there to listen to ask the question if you're worried, I would say. Um, yeah, those are some of the, the, the snagging points that I would think of and sort of um, some of the questions we've had to date. Listening to you, the, it sounds like the most important thing students should do is talk to their teachers yeah. and that uh, you're there almost like a shepherd uh, to guide them through uh, through making the right choice, to guide them through the right gates. But actually, you're not an expert in science. You are an expert in English, but you're. Not, <laughs> but they have to do that. Yes. Uh, but when it comes to music or dance, um, uh, more specialist uh, subjects, the best person to talk to actually isn't you. Mm-hmm. It's the teacher. And so get that dialogue going, uh, either uh, as a parent emailing the teacher or ask your, you know, empower the student. The student is making the choice. The choice is for them. They should approach that teacher at break or lunch or after a lesson uh, and just start talking through feasibility and options absolutely i think it's about giving you the the student rather ownership over this decision and i think you're absolutely right it's starting that dialogue and just reassuring all students and parents teachers are always willing to help so i think just yeah that's really important don't be afraid to ask the question because listening to the advice is really important in helping you make an informed decision that's right for the individual and in terms of getting quick information as well if a parent comes through you uh, for something specific to do with dance 
it's actually you know that, that's that's going to be a much more long-winded way of getting the the information they need. It's, it's actually much better if you're interested in dance that the dance teacher is approached, that the science teacher is approached about you know uh, about this. Uh, maths is a common one about maths and further maths. A maths teacher or the head of maths will be the person to talk to about those, those sorts of things. We're all available on email. It's very easy to get hold of all of us. Um, and it's, it's really more sort of overall big picture stuff that should be coming through the head of year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you, you're sort of unsure where to, to or who to contact, then all the details are on the website. And if you are really stuck and it's not getting through, then of course, come to me. That's what I'm here for. Um, and I'd say also consult the GCSE options booklet, which was sent to parents because that includes all the detail that you'll need as well. Thank you very much, Ms. Higgins, Head of Year 9, for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time, Mr. Sebastian. The next part of the episode is a rebroadcast from last year where we're at the GCSE Options Marketplace. The first voice you'll hear will be me interviewing last year's Head of Year 9, Ms. Holly Christophers, and we'll be talking about why we run this marketplace each year. And then after that, I'll be interviewing lots of different Year 10s about the subjects they chose for GCSE. This is something we run every year because we find it's the best way of giving students that peer-on-peer support in picking the right option for them. Enjoy. I'm here with Holly Christophers, the Head of Year 9. Hello. Good morning. And what are we doing today in the dining room? So this morning it's part of our big plan to help encourage uh, our Year 9 pupils to make uh, good decisions for their GCSEs. We've got um, a GCSE options fair and we've got um, loads and loads of different Year 10s who are all representing uh, different subjects, the full breadth of the option subjects that we've got. And shortly, in the next five minutes or so, after Year 9 have done all their reflections and discussion about what kind of learner they are, thinking about their profile, um, they'll be coming down to ask at least three questions uh, to any of the options um, to see if they can build um, a lot of a lot more confidence in their decisions um, over the coming weeks for their deadline on uh, Sunday the 5th of February. And so the, uh, the the dining hall, for those of you who can't see this, uh, it's set up kind of looking a little bit like the UN. <laughs> yeah, the, there's a giant O shape of tables with every different option subject uh, laid out around the edge and subject ambassadors from year 10 for each one. How do the subject ambassadors get chosen? So I contacted the heads of department and I asked for um, a selection of names um, of pupils that they felt would um, really be brilliant in representing their subject. Um, so it could be pupils um, who have got um, lots and lots of GCSEs or it could be pupils who are um, balancing their time with lots of sporting or music or dance commitments um, and, a, and a huge profile of learning needs as well. So we've got a, a full range of people here to represent the different subjects. Outside of the subject fair, what else goes into helping Year 9s choose the right options for them? So we've had parents' evening, and I know that that hopefully was really informative in, in helping pupils um, understand um, their strengths in their learning and, and where they should be accessing further questions. Um, we've also built in time to PSHE um, and also in registration. We've had um, their full reports in December that would have helped. Um, and I'm also um, in the process of having many, many conversations with both parents and pupils answering questions as our our wonderful tutor team so a lot of one-to-one -one help going in there as well um, and also I work with the heads of department we've got lots of data that we go through um, so when you put your options uh, decisions in on Sunday the 5th of February we do have a chance then um, as a team and with Mrs Hallward um, to go through every single people's choices and make sure that it's right for them. Are there any 
commonly asked questions or myths that you'd like to dispel? Yeah, I think the most common question I've had this week, um, which does come up, if you do combined science, the maximum number of GCSEs you can do is nine. Because there is only space for four options outside of the science, maths and English for you to do that in the timetable. And I've shared with the pupils on a couple of occasions, and it's on Shobi, what their timetable could look like. So I'd suggest with parents that they sit down and look through those resources on Shobi, which are available to them. I've also um, uploaded um, a recording, an interview of some old year 10s, they're now in year 12, of their experience, what it was like in the middle of year 10 and any advice they had for year 9. So hopefully that will be useful for both pupils and parents as well for a further insight into year 10 life. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm here with Eden, who's representing history. Hello. Hi. So why should year nines pick history as a GCSE option? Well, personally, I find it really interesting. And a lot of people don't say they want to do history because of the essays. But really, it's not actually that much. Once you get used to it and you just get in the hang of it, then it's really not that much. And what's your favorite thing about studying it so far? I'd say the topic that we just finished, which is all about Germany, that was my favourite thing because I just found that really interesting and in history I just never really get bored in the lesson. It's, it's really interesting and it's quite fun to do as well. I'm here with Phoebe who's representing geography. Can you tell us uh, why should these year nines pick geography for their GCSE option? Um, I think geography, it really like involves a lot of different subjects as well as just geography and it's very like you can do a lot with it and it's really interesting because you learn about loads of different things not just um, a few topics. And in a world impacted by climate change I, more and more people should be studying geography shouldn't they? Yeah because um, you learn so much about uh, how to save the planet and what you can do to help it and things like that. What's your favourite thing studying it so far? Probably learning about um, Mexico City and Birmingham as you get to figure out about the different, like who lives there and like w the different types of people in the world. It's really interesting. I'm here with Lilia who's representing RS. Hi. Uh, religious studies, why should we study it at GCSE? Well, it gives you an opportunity to like think about the world more deeply and like question your own ethical decisions and also learn about like the viewpoints of others and how they think about things as well. The cultures and the religions around the world. Yeah. Yeah. What's been your favorite thing about studying it so far? Uh, so far, I've really enjoyed the relationship subjects, um, like questioning how, like, for example, Christianity has affected the progress of equality for women, um, how maybe the church has slowed that down with their teachings against women, and for, I also enjoyed learning about like the legalization of same-sex marriage and stuff like that. I found that really interesting. So it is, it is as much about uh, ethical impact uh, of religion on the world as it is about religions themselves. Yeah, it is, yeah. And is your favourite subject? Uh, yeah, one of them. I'm here with Ava, and you're representing Latin. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, so, what do you enjoy most about doing Latin at GCSE? Um, it's really fun. I think I mostly love the fact that there are no orals. And I do really enjoy the lessons. We've got a really nice teacher. And the class sizes, what kind of class sizes do you have? Um, there's about 15, 16 of us, so it's not too big. Does it fit in with any other subjects? Any other any other subjects you think, like, oh, it makes a good combination? Uh, yes, I'd probably say English. It really helps me with my English. Why, why is that? 
Um, because all of the language, learning about all the grammar and stuff, it really, really helps with English grammar and also science as well, sort of. Yeah, the, do you know why? Do you know why there's so much Latin and Greek in science? Uh, it goes back to the Renaissance, where in order to communicate new scientific understanding across Europe, scientists across Europe started using Latin as a lingua franca. So, an, yeah, so an English scientist could communicate with a French scientist, could communicate with a, an Italian scientist. They're all working in Latin. That's why so much of the anatomy is labelled with Latin and Greek. It's uh, and it's stayed like that. I've, I've met doctors who've done Latin as an A level, and they've said it's like having a second language when you go to medical school because you could you just recognise uh, you know tibia, fibula, sternum. These are all Latin words that have found their way into into the body. Uh, so yeah, it, it links really, really nicely there. So it fits in really nicely with science. And in English as well, there's all of these classical Roman and Greek references as well that, uh, that permeate Shakespeare and Chaucer and Dickens. And if you have a good understanding of, of Latin, it sort of all fits and flows in there. Uh, any final thoughts on Latin? Why we should study Latin? Um, yes, you should. <laughs> I'm here with Marianne, who's representing German. Uh, can you tell us why a student should pick a modern foreign language for a GCSE option? Well, as much as the option of no rules can sound appealing, more, modern foreign languages are much more applicable in like everyday world. Modern foreign languages, they can be used if you want to do jobs overseas. They can be, then be carried on and then especially um, the like romance languages um, such as French and Spanish there, you can pretty much intertwine a lot of the skills that you pick up in both of them. And also modern foreign languages are very good for um, like training your brain, like getting your brain skills up. The limits of my language are the limits of my world. So the more languages you speak, the more worlds you can explore. Uh, why German? You're specifically here with a German pin on representing uh, Deutsch. Why German? The trips are very good. Like the, the trip that's coming up um, next is one in the October half term to Rhineland, which is going to be so much fun. I'm really excited. So, and also the German teachers are all absolutely brilliant. There's, like you can't go wrong with a German teacher. So we should do, we should all take German. Absolutely yes. Wunderbar, danke schön. <laughs> Auf Wiedersehen. I'm here with Poppy and Anya. They're representing music. Hi. 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 Uh, can you tell us why should a year nine pick music as a GCSE? I think it's a really creative subject. It gives you a lot of freedom to work with others. I don't think it's as hard as people make it out to be, but I think it's really fun to just give it a go. And yeah, I really enjoy it. Is there a grade requirement for an instrument? Well, the performance section is 30% of the GTSC exam, and it's a grade five standard piece. So yeah, you'd have to be grade five standard. What do you enjoy about um, uh, doing music the most? I really like the composing aspect of it, because I think some of it may be theory and some of it may be writing, but I think composing on the computers is a really fun task and it lets your creativity go through. They're using Sibelius. Yeah. I also like the composing. And you get to do a Queen song for analysis. So that's fun as well. That's great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I'm here... I'm here with Kiva, who's representing drama. Why should students pick drama? Well, I definitely think students should do at least one creative subject. And as far as coursework and how much you need to do in your own time, drama's definitely a lot more laid back with it. So for DC, I know you get a, a lot of coursework. Same with art. So drama's just really good because it's really relaxing. So yeah, you get 40% of it done in the first year. So. Okay, so but, but outside of the actual structure of the exam, why, why else do you think a student should pick drama for um, a GCSE? It definitely improves your confidence and public speaking skills, all which are obviously very useful in later life. 
So. And teamwork, most of what you do is uh, through teamwork? They're quite small classes, so you're pretty close, but by the end of it you're going to get pretty close with everyone in your class. Drama, I think, is the definition of we're all in it together because everyone's constantly helping each other, whether it's with pieces and rehearsal techniques. It's really useful. It's really, really good. Yeah. That's great. Thank you very much. Cool. Thank you. I'm here with Olivia, Sadie and Jenna who are representing dance. Hello, everyone. Can you tell us why a student should pick dance? It's very fun. It's quite a relaxed um, lesson. The teachers are all nice. It's quite... It's really nice because the classes are all small, so it's like a lot focus on like you you know yeah and like the people you're in the class with like you go like quite cr close with them and also it's just good to get like um like like not behind a desk and just like do something like active oh, absolutely yeah. so when considering your options you really should think am i getting a range in like physically am i getting a range in or i just be stuck behind a desk all day that's really interesting and what's your favorite thing about doing dance so far the professional works it was really fun because we looked at a dance and then we like redid the dance like but we changed it a bit and it was really fun, yeah. I like doing the trios because it's really fun to like, because it's good because you get taught some stuff and then you also get to make up your own, so it's a good incorporation. So it's like, you kind of learn how to do choreography for like the stuff you do in year 11. Yeah, I like the trios as well, because it's a good way to get closer with other people. That's great. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks. Thanks. I'm here with Tando, who's representing art. Hello. Uh, why should a year nine pick art as a GCSE for next year? Art is one of the only subjects that really allows you to be fully autonomous and I feel like it's especially fun because it's, it's creative and you really truly get to express yourself and um, you, you have a lot of fun with the people that you and you build connections with all the people that are in your class and it, it's a very exciting thing to do and it's very fun. And what's your favorite thing about it? I think the autonomous part, I like having a choice of how I present my work and um, who I get to research and what my project looks like. It's, it's very different to, different to other subjects, so it's, it's, it's nice, yeah. And there's that great space, you're right up there at the top of the building, you can forget about everything else, just focus on your art. Yeah, it's, I love the art room, it's the, I think it's my favorite room in the school. It's the best place to do art, honestly. Oh yeah, I would describe, it's like uh, Superman's Fortress of Solitude up there. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, I'm here with Milana, who's representing DT. Hi. Design technology. Why should students pick design technology for a GCSE option? Uh, it's because it's fun, really. Um, it's just you're working with, like, you choose which form of DT you want to do and, like, which one you like the most, and that's what you do, like, in depth. And it's, like, partially, you do learn stuff, and you partially learn, like, techniques about other, like, forms of DT, and you do theory, but like the actual model making and you work like to make practical items that you can use then later. What's your favorite aspect of the course so far? Uh, I really like the sort of the making of like the projects because at the start of the year we get assigned with like a project we're going to make for the term and like we sort of dedicate a lesson a week to that and I think it's really fun. I'm here with Sophie and Tilly and they are representing PE at GCSE. Hello. Hi. Hello. So why should a year nine pick PE as a GCSE for next year? 40% of it is actual practical work. So if you like sports, lots of fun. So there's a, there's a large amount of it that you actually get done 
essentially during school time and not in the exam as well. What do you do at PE? What do you do at GCSE PE? Uh, so basically you choose three sports and then you also have practical work so you learn about the body and about types of training and stuff like that. What's the most interesting thing you've learned so far or the most interesting thing you've done so far? I quite learning about like um, recovery because as someone that plays sport and things like that, something that's very um, related to what we do at the moment is very, I like, enjoy learning about it because it's very relevant. Um, I really enjoy the practical side of it. And what are your sports? Uh, so I'm doing hockey, cricket and rock climbing. Rock climbing, fantastic. I'm doing hockey, rock climbing and tennis. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Our show today was produced in-house at Surbiton High School. If there's a topic you'd like covered on the show, you can email us at podcast at surbitonhigh.com. The Surbiton High School podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you for listening, and goodbye.